Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. After raising tuition only once in the past decade, later today, California State University trustees will meet to consider a possible tuition hike for students in the 23 campus system. KQD's Sarah Hosseini reports. CSU hopes to raise annual tuition by 6% through at least spring of 2029 in order to pay for existing programs and retain teachers. The institution is funded through tuition and state support. It says that support has increased over the years but not kept up with costs. Under the proposal, a full-time freshman would start off paying about $6,000 beginning in fall of 2024, and tuition would jump to more than $7,600 by senior year. Meanwhile, the university's faculty association plans to hold a protest outside the chancellor's office calling for competitive wages Tuesday morning. For the California Report, I'm Sarah Hosseini. Patrick Soon Cheong, the billionaire owner of both the Los Angeles Times and the San Diego Union Tribune, has sold the Tribune for an undisclosed amount to a media group owned by hedge fund Alden Global Capital, which has a reputation for buying papers and then gutting staff. Soon Cheong told staffers he needed to sell the Union Tribune to focus on developing the Los Angeles Times. Soon Cheong, who made his money in biotech, bought both papers for $500 million in 2018. Last month, the LA Times laid off 13% of its newsroom staff, citing tough economic realities in the digital age, like a decline in advertising revenue. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts. In April, California passed a first-in-the-world policy to accelerate the transition to electric big rig trucks. LAist reporter Aaron Stone took a ride in an electric semi-truck with a driver in San Bernardino County. So we always do the drive first. Edwin Buenrostro moves at a fast pace, expertly using metal hooks to move an eight-foot stack of heavy boxes. To keep the food fresh, the truck needs to stay running at every stop along Buenrostro's 14-hour shift. 
He does 11 to 16 stops per day to Starbucks locations in San Bernardino County. I record him unloading by the lift gate at the back of the truck, where the tailpipe would be. But instead of the smell of diesel exhaust and the sound of a rumbling engine... The truck's idling right now, right? Okay, I don't hear anything and I don't smell anything. Buenrostro is one of the first drivers behind the wheel of an electric Volvo big rig bought by the company he works for, Quality Custom Distribution, or QCD. It's a division of one of the largest restaurant distribution companies in the U.S. It was a lot different from the diesel trucks he was used to. My first thought was how quiet they are. I was surprised because I'm so used to the vibration of the sound, the noise, the exhaust, like the fumes, the heat coming out of the bottom of the cab. When Rostro says one of his coworkers suffered severe headaches from fumes getting inside the cab. So that's toxic for us. You know, we're in this truck 14 hours a day. When Rostro says he feels better driving electric because he's helping air quality in the local community, which he's noticed is getting worse. I mean, right now you can already see it. it's a little brown. You can see it and from the top of the hill. It's a layer. Medium and heavy-duty trucks spew about 9% of the state's total greenhouse gas emissions and nearly half the pollutants that cause smog. That's why the state mandate passed in April requires fleets of 50 or more trucks to be electric or hydrogen-powered by 2042. Port trucks, government fleets, and local delivery companies like QCD are required to transition sooner, by 2035. But the costs and deadlines concern many companies. QCD already has six electric trucks and another 39 on the way. Shane Blanchett, a vice president with the company, says they expect to meet the deadline with time to spare. We think this is actually a competitive advantage as we continue to transition. Almost all of QCD's daily routes in Southern California are within 120 miles, a range current technology can handle on a single charge. It made sense for our business. But the trucks themselves cost about three times as much as a traditional diesel truck. It's a lot of capital right now because the, the scale's just not there. The company was able to buy them at a similar cost to diesel through grants from Southern California Edison and other partners. But long term, Blanchett says the company expects savings on fuel and maintenance costs, as well as their electric bill, once they complete a solar-powered microgrid charging station at their La Puente location. That microgrid will also relieve stress on the power grid we all rely on. In his truck, when Rostro dials up the radio. That's a benefit now with these trucks, you know, like it's eco-friendly, you know, like like it's new. People are scared of it, like, but it's the future. For the California Report, I'm Aaron Stone in San Bernardino County. Let's turn to sports. Financed by Bay Area tech investors, a new professional cricket league debuts later this week. It's part of the sport's increased visibility in the Golden State and the rest of the country. KQED's Holly J. McDean reports. The Los Angeles Knight Riders play the Texas Super Kings on opening day on Thursday. Cricket has been growing in popularity in California for years as fans from cricket-loving nations in South Asia bring their appreciation for the sport here. Milpitas resident Sorridge Viswanathan plans to fly to Texas to watch. It is exciting to actually see cricket back in the field in person and support for a team that represents my city and state. It's just a great feeling. He supports both his local team, the San Francisco Unicorns, 
and the Texas Super Kings, who are owned by his hometown team in Chennai, India. San Francisco plays New York on Friday. For the California Report, I'm Holly J. McDeed. And that is the California Report for Tuesday, July 11th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 850 drop-off sites in California, where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com slash CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.